Welcome to episode 17 of the Lost a Step podcast for Monday, July 11th. I'm your producer slash sometimes talker, Mark, alongside three of my friends. They're up there. Tom, Max, and Mike. How's it going, boys? What's up? How we doing? It's going well, up, man. Mark? How you doing? It's going good. Happy free Slurpee Day, everyone. July 11th. I forgot. I did, too. I knew, you know, when, you know I I knew when I didn't go. You know what? Max had Pinto. to have gotten one. You know what? Sad. I did, and I'm with Pinto. I knew, but I just didn't do it. Didn't wow, go. I didn't do it. Part of the reason, though, is you have to download the app, and you have to mm. show them the app on 7-Eleven Day, and that's what way I don't too, like. Way I, too much work. I should go there and just demand something, and I should just have it. Right? They should just hand it to you. Right. Exactly. That's how that yeah. goes. Yeah. And 7-Eleven Day runs from July 1st to July 11th. What? Really? Yeah, really? no, you 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 read it. it what goes... is this Shark Week? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Shark Week for Slurpees, you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. But you know what? Let's get it back to sports. Max, tease the the leadoff story for me. Yeah, well, it's normally a quiet time in the in the off season, right before NFL training camp starts up. But we got some some NFL news uh, happened last, or I guess during the week. Um, we got a certain quarterback uh, traded to Carolina, so we'll we'll definitely be leading off with that and talking about that for a bit. Oh, there we go, there we go, Mike. Tease me something else, you know what's going on. Well, so we got a lot going on in the MLB right now. I know we uh, the boys talked about some teams last week, so we'll talk about what's going on, uh, win streaks and all that stuff, and then obviously the All Star selections, uh, some big lineups, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Very cool, very cool. And Tom, tease the uh, story you missed. I'm not in the sports world, you know, well, what did I miss? So uh, we're going to piggyback on uh, what Mike said about um, about the all-star game and a problem that could arise at the Midsummer Classic, which will be next week. All right, great. And you know what? While you're at it, tease me the loss of step. Sure, why bit. not? Give me a little bit. I'm impatient. Um, we've got a baseball team that was mentioned last week, and it's making Max look smart. There's With baseball too. Once. There's a tease right there. <laughs> There's a tease. All right, nice. there we go. And you know what? If you want to pause this episode and listen to last week's episode, you can do that by subscribing to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, wherever wherever you get your podcast. And after you listen to that podcast, listen to this podcast. And then after you're done listening to this podcast, why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at Loss of Step One and just search for our page on Facebook by searching for the Lost a Step podcast. We do polls, we do fun posts, we occasionally, you know, throw something amusing up there. I follow it sometimes, you know, it's it's all in good fun. But this is the Lost a Step podcast, and I'm gonna go away for a little bit. Don't worry, I'll be back. Max, take it away. Yeah, so I mentioned it before, but uh, that certain quarterback heading to Carolina. Uh, Baker Mayfield was traded by the Browns on Wednesday, July 6th, so this past Wednesday, to the Panthers um, for a 2024 conditional draft pick. Um, unless there's been updates here, I did see that the Browns will receive a fourth or fifth round pick in 2024. Um, they'll also be paying um, some of that salary. Um, it looks like the Panthers will pay about $5 million, um, while the uh, Browns will pay about $10.5 million. So, I mean, guys, I'll let you talk about this a little bit, but Mayfield, 
finally gets out of Cleveland, um, a fresh start somewhere. He'll join Sam Darnold, um, which definitely makes for an interesting, what they're calling a competition. A lot of people assume Mayfield's going to get the start um, week one against his old team, which is another interesting story to talk about here. Um, but what do you guys think about this trade? Um, the Panthers really didn't have to give up much. They're not paying all of Baker's salary. I mean, it seems like the Panthers you know, won this thing, um, but I guess we'll see how that competition works out. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think if you look at one end of it, I think the Panthers got an upgrade at quarterback. I think, I think Baker is a better option than Sam Darnold. Are we all in agreement? Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you're a Jets guy. Um, but I think in terms of winning games, um, I think Baker Mayfield is a better option at quarterback. I'm not, I'm not sure from the, from the other spectrum, I'm not sure what the Browns are thinking. I know there's been, you know, bad relationships and, and things have kind of gone haywire. Um, but you come out and you say Baker Mayfield is immature and childish and he's acting this way. But is that worse than having almost 30 sexual assault allegations against you and paying a guy $230 million to sit for a year? You know what I mean? Can you not see a little ironic that how that maybe that. makes you look a little stupid? Um, yeah. <clears throat> look, I think. I think the Panthers, I know people are analysts are saying, and, you know, uh, they obviously get paid a lot more than we do to talk about it. Some analysts are saying, you know, this instantly makes the Panthers a playoff team. I wouldn't go as far to say that. Um, I would say it makes them better. I, 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 I definitely think that Baker Mayfield is a better option at quarterback than Sam Darnold. I think he is more competitive. I think he has proven himself a little bit more. Look, he took a Browns team that the two years before him were one in 31, historically the worst football team you know, as bad as you can get, they won one game in two years and he took that team. He turned it around. Obviously there was other pieces that came through good players. And, and obviously you need that as a team, but you know, he, he won their first playoff game. He took them to the playoffs and won a playoff game for the first time since 1994. That's a long time. And <clears throat> look, I think it's a tough situation. I think for him, he got out of a bad situation for himself and it's good for the Panthers. It's good for Baker Mayfield. I hope he wins the starting job. I'm rooting for him, but on the other end of the spectrum, like I said, the Browns, I don't know what they're doing. They are a mess right now. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what Mike just said. Um, I think the clear winner in this trade, if, if you're, if, if I'm making sense here, it's more so Baker is the winner than Carolina is the winner. I think Baker Fair. is just getting out of that toxic waste dump that is Cleveland football. And as Mike said, he won a playoff game and, and was able to do enough good with the whoever you're calling the worst franchise, them or the Lions, right? It was able to do some good with a, a terrible organization. Um that you you can take a chance on him, right? You know, Sam Darnold isn't a veteran that can come in and, um, you know, really push him. I mean, they're from the same draft class, right? One yeah. and three now on One the roster. Three. So this isn't John Kitna. This isn't Ryan Fitzpatrick, someone who could maybe say, oh, you know what, if we go with the veteran, you know, maybe we'll have a better chance to win some games early on. He should be the starter. He absolutely should be the starter. I don't think you make the trade unless you envision him being the starter, 
right? So I think that him getting to to work with um, a Christian McCaffrey who, you know, let's just cross our fingers that the man can stay healthy, arguably for fantasy. Um, for fantasy, Especially. if right for fantasy, <laughs> if you have him, one of the one of the most dynamic talents in the league. DJ Moore has been one of the one of the most consistent wide receivers in football. Probably a little underrated too. A little underrated of his quarterback play for sure over the last three years. So he's got some good things there with him. I think it's he is the true winner out of there. I don't think Carolina is a serious contender yet. I think they can hover around five hundred. I think they can be a tough. Um, you know, tough young team, little feisty team. I don't think that they're playoff, a deep playoff run ready team yet, but I think this is a good chance for them to take, see what they've gotten. Baker new offense. Obviously McCaffrey can take off a little bit of pressure on him when he's on the field. Cause he can do so much. And I think he's the real winner. I don't think Carolina is there yet. And I think Cleveland will still be terrible. And, and I think the way I look at it, uh, Mike, when you talk about a lot of people probably saying Baker is the better quarterback, mm-hmm. let's just say for our sake, for this conversation, they're the same talent, exactly the same quarterback. When I look at those two on the field and leading a team, I know what the Browns have said, but I think Baker, he shows that he can be a good leader and yep. he can take control of a locker room. And I think, I think guys maybe not everyone, but I think guys like want to play for him and like want him to succeed. Maybe I obviously I don't know all the NFL players and anything like that, but like it just seems like Darnold just has this like calm, relax. And like, I don't think unless you're super good, um, exactly. maybe more of like good a point. not to Eli bring it up, but Aaron Rodgers or like, yeah, or like an Eli where like if you can win games, but Darnold hasn't done that yet. And I think because of that, like I, I would take Baker every day because of just, it just seems like he wants it. And Darnold probably does too, but just the way Baker comes yeah. off, that's what I think. And I, I think, I think it goes, I keep, obviously I brought up Eli Manning and I'm going to bring up Odell. You hear all these franchises and, and people on TV saying, Odell's this crazy personality. You know, he's a distraction. He's this, he's that. But then all of his teammates bring up, we love Odell. He's passionate. He's fun. Like he's a huge locker room personality. Like they really like him. And I think it's probably the same thing with, with Baker. You know, he is who he is. And when you say, you know, he's a leader and he's, he's a locker room guy, I agree with you. Like, I think guys see that passion and, you know, he, they, they see how, how much he wants to win. And how, like, let's not forget, he should have been on IR last year, guys. Like he played through a pretty significant injury and it really hindered his ability to throw the ball. Although it was on his um, non-throwing shoulder, you could tell in that brace, like he just wasn't right. And, and a lot of guys probably would have shut it down and and they would have just, you know, said, well, see what I do next year, but he's a competitor and he really wants to win. And yeah, it comes with personality things like, you know, planting a flag in the middle of a field and saying certain things that maybe he shouldn't say where other guys, you know, they say that old thing, they talk, 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 and they didn't say anything at all. He's just not that guy, but they knew what they were getting when they drafted him. So to now complain about that doesn't really make sense to me. So, but I agree with you, Max. I think from, you know, the perspective that I have on my couch, I think that guys do want to play for Baker over Darnold. And before I let, I don't know, Pinto, if you have anything else to chime in, but real quick, um, I know we're going to talk about the Browns and all the teams during training camp and going up into the season, but if Watson, you know, who knows, but it seems like there is going to be a suspension 
possibly a year is what we've been hearing a lot lately. The Browns now put themselves in position to have Jacoby Brissett as their starter, unless something, you know, we don't see coming, possibly Jimmy Garoppolo. But even so, let's just say Brissett. This Browns roster looks really good. Like, are they even a playoff team with Jacoby Brissett, who I know has been a pretty good backup, a very good backup probably, but as a starter, he hasn't shown anything special. No, I don't think they're a playoff team. I think the AFC is too good. There's a lot of no, I, I AFC stats. I don't. I don't think they're yeah. better than. I don't think they're better than Tennessee. I'll, I'm. I'll go in like the middle of the pack. I don't think they're better yeah, than Tennessee. Yeah. I don't think they're better than Denver. I don't think they're better. Eh, might be on par Chargers. with Miami. They're definitely not better than the Chargers. I think the Chargers could win the AFC. I think Indy's um, better. Um, I'm not buying the Dolphins hype. Maybe they're on the same level. I'm just not buying it. I don't believe in Tua. Um. But no, I, I don't consider them a serious, even with the seven teams now, a serious playoff contender. They, for for them to be a contender, they need to be at at the at at least the third best team in their division. They need to be better than Pittsburgh because they're not better yeah. than Cincinnati, and I don't think they're better than Baltimore. But think about it too. I I think the whole AFC West is better than them, and that's four. You know, that's four teams. So right. That's tough to get a wild card, even right. like you said, even with seven teams. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. And with Jacoby Brissett, as you know, if they have Deshaun Watson, that's different. Oh, completely different that's story. Yeah. Obviously, right? Yeah, Captain Obvious over here stating that, right? If they have Deshaun <laughs> Watson, that's that's a lot different. But with Jacoby Brissett, no, they are not a playoff team. And and that's I don't think it's a huge knock on Jacoby Brissett because he's no, not he's, a bad he's a, quarterback. He's, a, he's, a he's just NFL not player. He's like a I don't know, like a Tyrod Taylor type quarterback. He can get the job done to, you the know, is just a standard level. Yeah. I just don't see him winning enough games to put them in position to, you know, make a splash, really. Dare I say, could the Jets be better than Cleveland? Dare I Oof. say, if I could be so uh, bold, if I could be so bold. I don't know. Zach Wilson's absolutely buzzing right now. Uh, so you never know. <laughs> How many minutes <laughs> did it take before, before we went to. there? Had to waiting on that. Yeah, the whole world's I, talking about it. We might as well too. I do think. I guess that's you know, all joking aside. I think that is the big thing. Like, if you're going to compare the Jets and the Browns, like if they're, I think the Browns on paper because the Browns have had good teams on paper, but they haven't always been good. But on paper, their defense seems better than the Jets. I know the Jets are improving, but um, I think it really does come down to like Zach Wilson and just if he can be a better quarterback than what we saw last year from him. And I mean, again, minimum starts and um, we'll give him a chance. But yeah, I mean, the Jets definitely, I don't think I'd be shocked if they're no, better than the Jacoby Brissett-led Browns. Had, if the Jets had six wins and Cleveland had five, is is, is that going to surprise anyone? Yeah, or so, eight and right? seven even, seven and six. Yeah. Eight wins for the Jets. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up for an eight That's, and seven Jets yeah. season, please. I'll, I'll sign right now. <clears throat> right now, wherever you, wherever you need me to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any final thoughts, boys? Are we, are we as, who, uh, I have a question. Sorry. Yeah. I have Mike, a question. Go ahead, Mike. Who, let me, let me reword it. Do you think Christian McCaffrey as a pass catching running back would prefer Baker or Sam? Um, I, 
I and know then my I have answer. a follow-up question. I think I would say Sam Darnold just because from a, a basic, this might be a stupid way to answer, but just Darnold because he's taller, easier to mm-hmm. see. You know, he's not going to get as lost behind the lineman. You know, it's a bigger okay. guy. I, ha- I have the same answer, but for a different reason. Okay, go ahead. My, my, real quick, I, I do have the same answer as well, but I was going to say, and I don't know, honestly, how much, I guess I don't, I haven't watched Darnold like a ton and, you know, but I think Mayfield is more willing to like take those shots downfield and where Darnold, I could see being a little safer and just getting a couple more, you know, little short passes McCaffrey out of the backfield, maybe one or two more a game, you know, stacks up in a season. I agree. I was going to say, I think probably the guy that's going to check the ball down and try to, you know, just play it safer. Whereas Baker's going to force some throws because he is a pretty accurate quarterback. I mean, he can fit into those tight windows and, I think he's tried to do that throughout his career. So who knows? Um, I guess we'll see. And then the second follow-up question before we move along, I know we need to, we need to move on here. Do you think when there's a quarterback competition like this with two guys who, you know, you traded for Baker, you assume he's a starter, maybe Sam Darnold elevates his play. Is the coaching staff asking these skill guys, Hey, like, what do you think? What do you see? Who do you think we should put in? Or are they just making their own decisions? What do you guys think? Um, I think with Matt rule, being at the helm, I think he's making his own decision. I think if it's a defensive coach, he's going to lean more on McCaffrey, DJ Moore, the OC, mm-hmm. you know, lean on, lean on those guys more, but you know, Matt rule is an, is an offensive man. So I think he's making that call in this situation. And I do think sometimes coaches probably do talk to players. I don't know, honestly, in this situation, I might disagree and say he's, doing anything he can to make the right decision and talk to everyone because his job's probably on the line this year. Um, but this I don't know. Second year, second year or third for rule. I think it's his third, but is it? we'd have to double check that third third. Cause uh, third judge had two years with the giants and uh, we, they were in the they same, were the same right? For the they were the same. Yeah. Right. So I really do yeah. think this is like, if, even if, if Donald's whoever starts for them, I think, if they get off to a bad star or like they just have not a great season, you know, I'm not saying they have to win a Super Bowl, but if they don't make the playoffs or even get in that conversation towards the end of the year, I could see rule being gone. I just think they would yeah. move on and find someone else. Let's 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 real quick. I know Mike said we have to switch soon and we will, but let's real quick see the Panthers first couple games and just do a, a little win loss win. Maybe the first post Cleveland week one Browns. I'll give them a win. Giants, easy win. Saints, if Baker starts, I'll give they, a, did you say easy win? Hold on. <laughs> I said that. Did I say that? Saints, I'm going to give feathers. Them, Saints, I'm going to give them a loss. And the Division Cardinals, eh, I'm going to give them a loss to the Cardinals. I'll give them two and two in the first four. I think they start one and three. I think they, I think they actually end up losing to the Browns week one, even, you know, Baker, whatever. Um, but you got them beating the Giants. And week two. So I got them either beating beating the – one of those first two games they win. I don't think they win those other two. I think they're one and three Okay. in those first four. I didn't okay. say they're definitely beating the Giants. I'm just saying that Browns-Giants, one of those, they're going to get a win. Got it. Might be the Giants. I think they go three and one and the Giants beat them. Just kidding. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I it depends. If Sam Darnold's playing, I think I think the Browns beat them. If Baker's playing, I think there's absolutely no way he loses to the Browns. No then shot it, unless Deshaun Watson's playing. Then it gets real tough after that. Then four of the next five: San Francisco, L.A., Tampa, Cincinnati. 
that gets tough. With yeah. the Falcons mixed in there, they should be pretty bad. But division games. You never know. Who knows? Stay away. <laughs> Those are, yeah, stay away, the Survivor people. Stay away on Survivor. Hope you're especially, listening. <laughs> especially, especially Thursday night when it's Tennessee Jacksonville. Oh, oh no. I, I, I shouldn't say that because Tennessee's pretty good now. Um, Jacksonville, Houston. Sorry. I'll tell you what. They better, if Baker is starting, they better mic him up. I would love to hear what he has to say during that. That would game. be like when they like when the line shifts and he's like, "That's right. cute, guys," or whatever. You ever seen that video? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, love it. All right, <clears throat> I think we need to move on. Our producer's putting in the chat. We're going too long. He's yelling at us. He's probably waving his arms, but he turned his video off. Um, <laughs> so MLB roundup. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, Pinto, you're you're our, our resident MLB guy. Um, I think we've talked about that before. So any major highlights this past week, anything you want to talk about before we get into, you know, all-star lineups, uh, any surprises, what do you got? For um, me? I, I just want to, and again, this is, this is not to, to toot my own horn in any way. It's just more of a, um, admiration for what's happened. I said last week on the air, An admiration for himself, himself. No, I, no, 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 no. I said, I said, <laughs> I said last week on the air that, the Orioles were the overachiever for the year in baseball. And anyone who wants to think the Yankees are the overachiever, I'm not going to fight you because they have a chance to break the wins record. So sure. That's a, and Max chose the Yankees. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to argue with that. The Orioles haven't lost since I called them the overachievers of the year. This is becoming an incredible story and sure. Could they bottom out in the second half? Absolutely. The fact that the Orioles are where they are right now, I think is the best story in baseball this year. They are two games out of a wild card spot. They are the first team out of the playoffs right now, and that should be cause for celebration. They are as many games out as the San Francisco Giants are of a wild card spot. It's an incredible story happening so far. Could it all blow up in the second half? Sure. Could players get traded? Yes. Could the starting pitching that's already mediocre revert and become pretty not that great. Absolutely. But the fact the Orioles are here, I thought in the beginning of the year, the two worst teams in the American league would be the A's and the Orioles. And I thought they would be duking it out. Well, the A's have held up their end of the bargain. The Orioles have not. This is, this is an unbelievable. They are, they are a game away from being 500. And, you know, since I'm all on them, I should tell you. And they're they're doing it. Pinto yep. with a payroll lower than Max Scherzer's salary. Yes. Think about that. Yep. And they are, they are not playing tonight. So they will start tomorrow and I'll tell you who they got. They start tomorrow at Wrigley field in Chicago. So a little interleague matchup, and then they're going to wrap up their first half series, uh, first half of the year against the Rays. So again, in, in, in unbelievable story, they're my overachievers so far and they made me look good winning. They were up to eight straight wins. It's a, it's a really great story guys. Besides when your team plays them, no matter who your team is, uh, obviously us Mets Yankees fans, but how could you not root for the Orioles? Like, like, is there any reason to root against the Orioles unless your team's playing them? <laughs> I don't think so. That's a good point. I mean, they're not we talking about. It's hard. It, we said like, it's hard to hate them. Was it Colorado? The Avs? Yes. Just the way I that they play. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Just the yep, way yep, that yep, they, yep. I think, yep. I think right but, now, maybe the Orioles are that team. I, 
I think too, because like this is kind of how I used to be with the Rays. Like, yes, they're in the Yankees division, but like when the Rays were really bad, it was kind of fun to see them be good. And like now the Rays, you're like, I wish like even now still this year, like I wish they weren't as good. So I'm sure maybe one day we'll be saying that about the Orioles possibly, but for right now it's fun. I I'm, I'm rooting for them to, to, to get a wild card spot. Obviously if they play the Yankees in the playoffs, I don't, I don't want them to win, but um, it's, it's fun to root for teams like that, that just haven't done well. They have, you know, like you said, a low payroll. So, so it's it's, a, it's, it's fun team to watch. It's another thing too, guys. It's one thing if they played in a crappy division and they're beating up on other bad teams in the division, yeah. the four playoff That's teams right point. now in the American yeah. league East four, and they're two games out of a wild card. That's that's what's that might be the craziest thing of this all is that they are in such a brutal division and they've managed to get to to one game out of five. Um, do one you, game below five hundred. Outside of like the owners, who, well, maybe not even the owners. Do do you think they're satisfied? Probably isn't the right word. Do you think that they? expected to be where they're at. I mean, obviously they have confidence and they're never going to say out loud to the media, like we're going to be bad, but do you think they expected this or do you think they, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Um, I, well, I think, I don't think there was a, a person in baseball who didn't think they would be last in the division. And that very well might still happen, but I think that everyone thought the gap was going to be so much more. If they finish right. in last place and they're and they miss out on the playoffs by three games, it it might be the most successful last place finish of, of, of all time. They could champagne in the locker it. room. Think about the it. The best they worst could, team of all time. They could finish over five hundred, be in last place, and miss the playoffs. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. That would so, be crazy. From from that perspective, Mike, no, I, I don't think they expect it to be this close. Yeah. Um. At the and again, more winnable games against the Cubs, and then a really good show me series against Tampa. So, um, you just kind of hope they're not sellers, because sometimes you see that where a team like Trey they're, they're kind of surprising has been, but, has been getting floated a yeah, lot. So. Yeah. But then again, I don't like if, when if, teams do that, but I get it's business. It's but a business. then again, you know, if the owners are saying, look, this is unbelievable, but we're big picture. We're still a couple pieces away. Maybe if we trade Mancini, we can bring someone in. So yeah. it's, it's it's tough. Certainly yeah. not easy. That he's must been, be a tough decision. To make. And he's been a heart and soul guy, obviously, um, with his cancer battle. Um, yeah. Very, very inspirational for that team, for that community. So that wouldn't be easy to let him go if they if they no, choose to probably do probably get it. some. Right. But Backlash. Um, I guess uh, yeah. we'll see when we do uh, our trading deadline special in uh, in a couple weeks, I guess. Just Stay about tuned. a month. Special, huh? <laughs> right. An extended episode? <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing a special. We a have a three-hour episode, Mike. <laughs> right. Three hours uh, of baseball, just Pinto. <laughs> and then um, I guess looking uh, at the All-Star game, um, looking at the rosters now. Um, it's on the 19th, right? Yes. Um I think the the biggest or most popular game to play when All Star rosters are revealed is who got snubbed, and I got a couple. 
Um, I think Dylan Cease on the White Sox, although I, I was pretty harsh against the White Sox last week um, <laughs> as being my disappointment for the year, and uh, and they still are. But a 2.45 ERA and 133 strikeouts in 92 innings, that's tough to leave off. I think what got him was that he leads the league with 43 walks. But I think it's even more impressive that he's been able to keep his ERA at a 2.45 with 43 walks. So I think they could have made room for him. Um, and again, I'm not so much saying who didn't deserve to make it, more saying who I thought should be there. Um, and I also thought Freddie Freeman should be there. Uh, the Dodgers have had a lot of mixing around with their lineup. He's been Mr. Consistent, new team, maybe not otherworldly, but tell me what's wrong with the slash line 304, 381, 494, 11, and 54. Quietly great. Nothing flashy. Say it again. Quietly or what? Quietly greater his slash line. The stats, yes, the yeah. line. 304, 381, 494. So for our folks at home, that's batting average on base percentage, slugging percentage yep. with 11 homers and 54 RBIs. So a quiet superstar like he always is. He plays every day. He's assimilated to the Dodgers well, and they've had a lot of injuries, and he's just been a, a solid force in that lineup. Um, unfortunate he doesn't get to play in his hometown, where it is in where it is in L.A. this year. I thought they could have found a way to put him on, but again, tough with the seasons that Goldschmidt, you can't take off Goldschmidt and Alonzo and, and Alonzo's having a really good season too. Although batting average, not as high over 70 RBIs at this point. So maybe you could have found another, another way to get him in there. I'm not sure, but I, I think that's a, that's a tough step uh, slash line to leave off. Like I'm, I'm okay when I guess I'm an, I'm an old school baseball guy talking, even though I'm not that old, um, I don't, I don't mind when a guy who's hitting like John Carlos stands an all-star great. You're hitting 237. Yeah. You can hit a ball 400 feet. That's great. You might hit 40 home runs. That's great. Guys who hit 237 don't wow me. They just don't. I'm impressed by the guys that can hit 300, especially because how rare it is today. It's not, it's, it's not a, a, a normal occurrence. Go ahead, Mike. A question for you. So yeah. Bryce Harper is injured. Is right. there a way for Freeman to still get in? Does he have to be replaced, Harper, or, or are they just? I think he, I think he is being replaced because he can't play. His 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 hand is still broken, so I think he yeah, no, so is he still technically in the roster, but then a reserve plays, I, or is I, can Freeman? I think they're sometimes in the past they've done like the last player vote. I remember they used to do that. Um, forgive me, I don't I don't know exactly how the replacement rosters work, and still there could be some. You know, there's still a week to play. So yeah. if, if, you know, it usually happens that a starter tweaks his back on his Saturday start, and then he doesn't make the trip and someone else gets replaced. So um, in Harper's case, Mike, yes, I think someone is going, someone has to replace him because he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if he goes yeah. to the game as on the roster and then a reserve like plays for him, or if he is just off the roster and they that's completely a, that's replaced. That's a good question. Like, I don't know if he gets introduced at the game. I, right, I, right. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think so. If he's physically not playing, I don't think – I mean, I guess he could go if he wanted to, but I, I don't think – or, like, yeah. like be in the dugout with the rest of the National right. League. But I, I don't think that they they usually make the trip. Um, if, if you guys have the rosters 
and guys who didn't make it up in front of you? Any players jump out at you, whether making it or not making it? I had Freeman as, as my biggest snub. I was looking yeah. through some ESPN articles and, and that was just the main one for me. Yeah. And I heard on the radio the other day, someone mentioned they were talking about this, the starters and just saying that basically it seems like the, the voting, you know, fan voting was pretty good this year. Um, they mentioned Stanton as one that they didn't really like. I guess right. I just kind of wanted your your opinion on that, uh, Pinto, without hating on the Yankees, you know, no. just, just hearing your, you know, non-bias, you know, thoughts on Stanton being on the team and what he's done this year and just judging Stanton both, obviously, starters in the in the game. No, I I I think he's had a nice season. I, I understand that batting average is not what it used to be and maybe 270 is the new 300. Okay, fair. Is, is are we really going to reward 236? I mean that's I mean John Carlos Stan is a very strong man. He's he's going to hit his 35 homers every single year and he's an important piece if the Yankees want to make a serious push um you know to contend for a World Series and and everything I've read about Stan, you know, I've I've said this I know I said this in, a, in an early beginning episode is, and I'm going to switch sports here for a second. And that Julius Randall should have, should take some lessons from Giancarlo Stanton on how to handle criticism from the media. No one gets ripped more by their own fans than Giancarlo Stanton. His first strikeout in the playoffs, he's going to get booed. doesn't matter if he has the greatest second half in baseball history. Fans don't gravitate towards him. And he puts his nose to the grind and he plays and he shows up and he's played more in the field this year. And I respect him for that hundred. Absolutely. I just don't. And I watch the Yankees a very fair amount, obviously not as much as the Mets, but I watch them a lot. And when I watch him play, I just don't see an all-star player. I see a very strong guy that's going to hit his home runs. And the Yankees yeah. have a good lineup and he's going to drive in his runs. I don't see an, an all-star caliber player. I just don't. So Pinto. Let me ask you a question then. So yeah. out of the American League reserves, the outfielders, George Springer, Byron Buxton, Ben Attendee, Kyle Tucker, and Julio Rodriguez, who would you replace? Who would you put in for Stanton if you threw him on the reserves? Who deserves put, a start? I'd put in Julio Rodriguez, a guy that a lot of people don't know. I mean, he has come on the scene this year. If he doesn't win rookie of the year, he's probably, he probably gets hurt in the second half or completely falls off a cliff. 274, 1544, 50 runs scored, uh, slugging 477, OPS over 800. I'm I'm putting him over. Uh, he's young, he's dynamic, he's stolen 21 bases. He's a do-it-all kind of player um, who has and has really helped save Seattle up till this point. He's been if if Ty France hasn't been their best player and he's been hurt a little bit, Ty France has hit over 300 too and didn't make it, although maybe the injury yeah. didn't help. I'd probably put Julio Rodriguez in there, but I get it. There's also a a, a marketing aspect to it. I, I understand a lot of casual baseball fans don't know Julio Rodriguez. I understand it's a business, making money. I, like, I get it. I get it. I, I like that he got fan. voted in. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, fans, the fans vote for the starters, but then yes. the, the players take a ballot. And the yes. commissioner's office for the reserves, which obviously, you know, the, the, the other players are recognizing the season that he's having. So. Baseball, baseball is a sport that is that is and continues to 
lose a younger fan base and the younger players help if, at least try to attract more younger fans into the game. The Vlad Juniors, the Otanis, um, help me out here with the young guys, the Juan Sotos, the Acunas, the Tatis. Julio, the Tatis, yeah. right, when he's healthy. The Julio Rodriguez is now. I think that helps baseball more than having Stanton start a game in in the All-Star game. And I'd say I the same. Think, that, that this is no anti-Yankee. I'd say the same for Stan if he was on the Mets or anybody else. And I, I, Pinto, I, without knowing like a lot about the reserves, so I couldn't say like who I would pick to start ahead of him. I do agree with you. And that's why I asked about Stan is that just, just the way he plays and like the average, I guess I've just always been more like, I like a guy that can hit two for four more often than they go. Oh, for four with three K's. And so I think he's, no doubt. I'm one of those Yankees fans that are frustrated. I'm never one to just boom my own team. But um, what I was going to say is just talking about marketing and uh, seeing Judge, Trout, and Stanton, though, out in the outfield, I think is is pretty cool and something that, like, no matter what, I think it's a, a cool thing to see those three guys just, like, kind of giants in the game, in Judge my opinion. Judge and Trout yeah. obviously deserve to be there. Judge might run yeah, away with yeah. the MVP this year. For sure. But yeah, just those three names and just the two Yankees with Mike Trout, who, you know, a lot of people say best player in baseball, deservingly so. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I love yeah, the I, I, I love the MLB All-Star game. It's it's truthfully the only one that I watch. I used to watch I, the NBA All-Star game when I was a kid every year, probably through high me school. Me too. I, I, I really it. I'd be lying if I said if I've watched an entire game, let alone 10 minutes in the last, in the last decade, I make it a point to, to watch the MLB all-star game every year. Yeah. I can't tell you how badly when I was a kid, I wanted to be out in the outfield catching oh, flies from the home run. Shagging. That was always cool yeah. To, yeah. 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 I always wondered, one. like, how do they pick those kids? Are those uh like little league all-stars or something like i wonder or you probably have to win a contest i don't know maybe i, I maybe. wonder what the age cutoff is i'm not 30 yet do you think i could get out there or no <laughs> gotta hop a quick flight to california i saw pete alonzo's coming back trying to win three in a row yeah is judge in it or is he not I, doing no it? he said no he said no stanton's in it damn stanton oh, yeah yeah stanton's well, in it. is that official is that i know he said I he'd be so. willing to so hold on one that, second yeah <clears throat> i wish well, judge would i mean he said he did it once you know, I, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but a lot of guys say that, you know, the swing playing in the home run derby, it messes with your swing, which yes. I can understand. You know, you don't want to go up there, especially if you're on a heater, you don't want to go up there and, and just totally. Oh my uh, guys. I didn't see this. Albert Pujols is doing it. Ugh, I'm sick of him. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I'm kind I'm of done sick with of I'm, Albert. I'm kind of, done, like, I'm kind of done with him. I'm just, just hang it up. This is yeah. last year though. Right. Yeah. I mean, so Wayne I don't know. Wright, I think it's kind right, of a cool they've idea. Got, they've got like the three senior citizens. Right. And Wainwright <laughs> is still really good. Molina's <laughs> yeah. hurt, but he's still, Yadier, yeah. still very productive. And Albert's got the Walker. And they're going to get a discount at the local diner the morning of, <laughs> right, and then right. they're going to go smack. Right. Uh, I see, I see Pujols, Alonzo, Acuna, um, uh, Stan hinted that he might partake, but not confirmed. Um, are they going to juice the balls? I don't know. 
I'm not sure, but yeah, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with Pujols too. Time for, yeah, I just, I, time like, for him to go. I mean, Hey, 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 great career. He's I mean, a lot of look, respect. I mean, look, I he started, cap. he started playing when we were in third grade. It's a long time. That's crazy. It's a long time. Fourth. Yeah. Grade, like, I don't fourth. know. I'm just baseball. Like fourth grade, 2001. I was his first to get up to off the bench and walk out there and take a dig and strike out and then sit back down. Um, really quick to a huge series on tap right now for the Mets and the Braves. 15 more meetings between the Mets and the Braves starting tonight. As we speak right now, the Mets leading 3-1 in the eighth. Seven more phenomenal innings by Max Scherzer. And oh, if the Mets can steal this one with no Starling Marte, who's day-to-day, and Jeff McNeil on the paternity list, who's with his wife in California, baby do any minute, that'd be oh, a really... <laughs> That would Hopefully be the a, hospital keeps her and right. That would be a, <laughs> a a really nice one for the Mets to get today. That's a, because the Mets have not played poorly since June. They're I believe three games over 500 and Scherzer missed most of it. And the hasn't pitched at all. The Braves have been unbelievable. They've cut a 10 and Pinto. a half, 10 and a half game deficit to one and a half. I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my show notes uh, and I don't see anything in here about the Mets. Yeah, well, I didn't see anything in our show notes about a reference to Eli Manning, but, you know, we got one. <laughs> hey, it fit nice. with the situation. I guess the Mets fits with the MLB roundup. Whatever. Aaron, I'm just... Aaron Rodgers for you too, Max. But, hey, let's move on. Both of you calm All down. Right. All right. Aaron always gets a mention. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, fine. by the way, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. <laughs> let's just talk about something that we think everyone missed. Let's fill him in. What do you got for us? Who? So... This one actually popped up today, um, and I've now seen it more since I, you know, found it earlier this morning. It seems like more uh, things are coming out about it. But in regards to the All-Star game we were just talking about, um, it looks like the union representing concession workers at the ballpark, which is at the All-Star games at Dodger Stadium. Um, but the union representing those concession workers for Dodger Stadium announced uh, on Monday that it or today earlier today that they authorized a strike that could be called at any moment. Um, don't have a ton of details here. There is a full story here. I'm looking um, on NBC Los Angeles, um, but basically they're saying the union represents about 1500 servers, bartenders, suite attendants, you know, all the people that work um, concessions at Dodger Stadium and uh, you know, they're looking to negotiate a fair uh, new union contract is what the union said. Um, so, I mean, you know, this is kind of interesting, obviously the all-star game next week. And, you know, that obviously makes, makes things tough without concession workers. So what do you got? I mean, is this somewhat of a big story well, there? I think so. I, I mean, I think it could be a story. I don't know if, you know, there's like Keanu Reeves and gang lined up as like a replacement crew that they can bring in for an all-star game. I don't really know how that works. We but, could only hope. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, Mark, hey, people, people Mark, underst- get there. Mark understands that reference. I hope he does. Yep. That way. Um, Confirm. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on if they actually follow through with it, if something needs to be signed, sealed, and delivered for them to work. But I... Look, if, if they're not making ends meet and they're not able, I, I was reading in the article, you know, their housing standards are down and they're not able to you know, pay yeah. rent and, and all that stuff, then 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. Like you, you're entitled to, uh, especially as a union, you know, you can go on strike and all that stuff, but, um, good time to I, do I, it. I guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah. It's good time. Yeah. It's smart negotiating news. I'm sure. I wonder why we haven't heard more about this. I wonder if the MLB is kind of trying to scrape it or under the rug. What's certainly, certainly not what they need. It would, no. it would be a very, very bad look for the game. If this happens very bad. Mark. Luck. Mark, I have a quick question for you because I think this is definitely something that you, you know, you have some expertise on. But when we've gone to yeah. games or just, you know, when yeah. you've attended sporting mm-hmm. events, what's what's your go to concession? Uh, you know, your go to meal, I guess. Doesn't it depend on the sport? Doesn't depend on the well, sport. Somewhat? Mark's gone to some. I feel like baseball is his main one. He's attended with us, right? Well, I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't really yeah. it doesn't really matter if I'm at you know a uh, major league baseball game, if I'm at a uh, soccer game, or if Wimbledon. I'm at, if I'm at Wimbledon, <laughs> I always get a nice tuna melt. With, uh, nice. <laughs> with, I was uh, hoping that's what you were gonna say. I don't sit next to him when Logan we go to these games. Loganberry <laughs> uh, soda. No, but you know the staples. You know, on a nice uh, if they have a blue moon. On tap, I'll I'll usually get that. That's I'm, nice. I usually like a uh, fancy. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty plain, you know. I like a hot dog. You know? A good hot dog, a, yeah. A little ketchup, a little relish, a little bit of mustard, and you know, for you, a uh, little bit. And then it, you know, for uh, us Rochesterians, we got to have the uh, w- what is it? The garbage plate can thing, Mike, that they have at the yeah. Uh, so Red they Rings. they did a yeah. spin at the. Rochester Red Wings games, they do a garbage can and they put like half a garbage plate in a cup for you, which is cool. And they still do like full full garbage plates and then yeah, Rochester every now and then they they play as the Rochester plates. So yeah, and, I will say this- I've been to a few Red Wings games this year and I have not gotten a hot dog once. My I'll go-to going- for sporting events, guys, chicken tenders and fries lately. Ooh. It's my kick. It's my thing. Fries are hit or miss at stadium. Sometimes they are very good. Other times, yeah, soggy. And I agree. I'll yeah. be going. Uh, I'll be going Wednesday, so uh, I'll uh, give you a nice. Who, but, they, uh, who are they playing? I don't know. I'm getting a hot dog and beer. You know. Let me look. <laughs> but while this is, while you're looking, Mike, a, Lehigh Valley. probably <laughs> is it or the is it Lehigh North, Valley. Or the the Iron they Pigs? play them like 72 the times Pigs. a year. So probably. one of my, it's one of my yeah. all time favorite team names in, in all of sports, the Iron yeah. Pigs. It's a phenomenal yeah. name. They, it is a great name. Let me just say it, it is a disappointing story when people can't get paid, but you know, absolutely. You know, in to, all seriousness, to, uh, yeah. and, and all serious, it, you know, people deserve to get paid a livable wage. That's not much more to ask for. And it, you know, it's disappointing that, you know, you know, Absolutely. People should strike when things aren't right, but it's disappointing that, you know, things have to get to this point. And it is, it is a disappointment and, and it is a bigger, it's going to have a bigger effect on baseball, I think, because, you know, attendance, you know, isn't, you know, the best every, you know, single game, you know, there's peaks and valleys and all that for sure with baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, you think a strike's going to really, you know, help that? No, people go for, you know, the experience to grab a drink, have a, have a beer, you know, and, and watch the game take the food away. You're just going to sit there. Some people do that, but most people might not want to go either. If you take that away, I think everybody in the, in the long run, I think we can all agree that we want all these concession workers to be able to do more than just pay their rent. And for not this to give, baseball a black eye 
think we can all agree on that. Yeah. So the, we'll uh, see next. We'll see next week. Your Rochester Red Wings are, are taking on the Omaha Storm Chasers. Wednesday, July thirteenth. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, now, what team is it Omaha? Is I always like to play this game. Kansas City Royals. Kansas, Kansas City. City Royals. Got it. Yep. I thought it was going to be. The uh, there will be post-game fireworks, Mark. So make sure you stay and enjoy those. I probably. It won't, is also but... Pride Night, featuring a T-shirt giveaway, pregame performance by the Flower Ooh. City Pride Band, fireworks, and more. Uh, I thought you were they're selling the tank tops and everything. So great job. It's a lot promoting. going on. It's a lot going on. Good job. Yeah, a lot going on. I honestly, <clears throat> this is completely uh, random. I was talking to my buddy the other day, Rochester sports, like there's just so much to offer in Rochester. I feel like with the Amherst, the Red Wings, um, there's a bunch of different soccer teams now. It's just, I, I think, I think the city is pretty lucky to have the Red Wings and especially the Amherst. Um, just putting that out there. Rochester, I think, I York, think guys, it's, don't it's, sleep on it. And it's great for, for smaller cities to exactly. have, yeah. to have, to have multiple sports teams, right? Yeah. You know, when when you live when you live in Rochester, your closest professional baseball game is in another country. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. Yeah. Right? So I've seen the Yankees play more in Toronto than I've than I've seen them play in New York. Right. So let's just say you haven't gotten around to getting your passport. Um, what's your closest drive after that? Pittsburgh or Boston? Pittsburgh. Uh Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh. Like four four Pittsburgh. hours and four hours and a yeah, little bit of change. Hours, yeah. Right. How far Another is Cleveland state? further past, oh. past Pittsburgh? Like oh, okay. two hour, a little less than two uh, hours past Pittsburgh to Cleveland. Cleveland actually might be 90 miles, 95 miles. I don't know. Something like Maybe that. five Pittsburgh. Mike maybe and four and a half. A, but, but there you go. Right. We went to Detroit, point. right? Yeah. Mike and I took a drive to Detroit and actually, um, I guess we could have gone through Canada, but I don't think we did. Right. No, I don't think we did. Did you? Right. Have, but, um, that was about five. Wasn't yeah. it? Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess bad. That, was, that was a good little trip. But that's the point. The closest professional baseball drive, at yeah, least in the United crazy. States, if you haven't come around to getting your passport, is four hours plus. So it is very yeah. nice to have the Red Wings right in town. And if you want to take a little drive out to Buffalo, nice field at Coca-Cola Field too, where they had professional yeah. baseball <laughs> at least during the pandemic. And right? Right. Not to that's get stuck, true. not to get stuck on this topic, but no, no, we can get I stuck. Guess being where where I live now, um, Raleigh kind of reminds me of the same because if you think about the same thing you just said about you know baseball stadiums, you know you have your Nationals that are probably about four hours away, and then you have your Braves that are probably four or five hours away. So that's Raleigh. You know, there it, it honestly doesn't even have the same things that Rochester has. I feel like Raleigh is always looking to have like a soccer team come in, but like it's usually you got to go to like Charlotte for those like minor league yeah. teams. Obviously we got the Hurricanes, so I guess you know, you can't forget about them, but I just mean more of those like minor league or those small small teams like that that are fun to root for. Yeah. I don't yeah. uh I don't have that problem. Pinto doesn't here. understand. I, I... <laughs> Which I, uh, that's nice. I, I yeah. can't relate. Well, to go watch professional football, the only real to, team you guys really have. Lines. I mean, you have the Yankees. What other professional team do you have? Oh, that's what we're gonna do. So, ha. so you know, making it one of the one of the last three teams left in the NHL this year. We're just <laughs> we're just gonna discount them and all that they did. Well, 
you're coming at me about Eli. I had, I was, I've been gritting my teeth by waiting way, for an opportunity. By the way, I know we're, we're Can we move on. Well, hold on. Did you see Ryan McDonough got traded? No. Yeah, oh, he got traded. He got traded to Nashville. They're trying to save money so they can sign Palat. They traded him to Nashville. I don't think we're allowed to talk about NHL. We didn't tease it in the intro. Hey, True. sometimes you, you just sometimes you're just going. You sometimes you just go on tangents. Don't sometimes get don't get him started on Tony D'Angelo. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to hate him this year. Now he's a flyer. Oh, yeah, that's I fun. Can't, I can't wait. Him and Tortorella. <laughs> Tortorella is going to hit him with a stick after two weeks of camp. <laughs> It's oh, gonna cross check him straight to the throat. You watch. That's not gonna work. <laughs> Tortorella and D'Angelo together. Come on. Please. That's a pasta show. Don't lie. <laughs> I love that. Alfredo. Oh. All nice. right. Let's uh let's wrap this one get, up tonight. Get huh? back on the yeah, please. Right can path. we? I mean, come on. What have we yeah. been doing here? Our producer's joining in on the fun too. He's not even keeping us in line. <laughs> I, know, I love it. For? I love it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nah, nah. All bets are off, guys. All bets are off. Whatever. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Um, Our lost a step of the week. Uh, Max, so I was saying that I was right on the ball with the Orioles being the biggest overachiever um, all this year. Max was, when we were on the air last week, said he thought that Toronto would be the team that was holding a playoff spot that would not make the playoffs. And after Max said that, they went one and six against the A's and the Mariners, which is if you're losing two of three to the A's and you only won the the game that you did win two to one, I know they all count the same, but that is not a good look if you're trying to uh, make a postseason push. And then they lost four games to the Mariners who are, Far from they're world hot. beaters, uh, they are yes. hot and a team that they're going to be battling for right through the end. So um, they were four games behind Toronto when that series started last Thursday. Now they're tied. Seattle nine and one in their last ten. Toronto one and nine in their last ten. That is certainly not going to get it done, and it ends up being that the Blue Jays are our lost a step team. Of the week, pretty poor week for them. Yeah, you really hate to see that. Much so much talent, so much talent on that team. They, they, they've 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 never been in sync this year. They haven't had a real long winning streak. It's not like they started cold and got hot like uh like the Red Sox start, started ice cold and then then they really mm-hmm. turned it around the beginning yeah. of the day. The Blue Jays haven't had that really really good stretch of baseball this year to even separate themselves from a wild card, let alone yeah. even giving the Yankees any kind of worry. They haven't just had not any putting run. it together. No. Nobody Correct. is. No. Baseball is one of those weird wrong. sports where it's like, sorry, Max. Yeah, go ahead. No, Max. no, you're good. <clears throat> no, I was just going to say was... like, obviously it's a team sport, but there's so many individuals on a baseball team that, you know, you could have a few guys that are going through a, you know, um, a slump or whatever, but then you have a couple other guys that are usually pretty hot or at least carrying the team a little bit. But I just feel like as a team, they're all just struggling. And that's, that's really hard when they do have so much talent, as you said. Yeah. And I was just going to add quick uh, Pinto, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Mm -hmm. injury wise, they haven't like been hit like crazy injuries. Have they not too bad? Uh, Hung Jun Ryu is out, but which he's one of their better pitchers, right? Um, but Manoa's been really good, so you Manoa's would think been, that Manoa's kinda... been outstanding. Kevin Gosman coming to the American League has been really good. 
Yeah. Um, but they've got uh, a deep I, pitching staff, so you would think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, not a not a good look for them. So they're now tied with Seattle. If the playoffs started today, remember uh, we've said it before on the show: no more game one sixty threes, no no Monday tiebreakers. If the playoffs started today, Seattle is in over tiebreaker over Toronto, and they would play Minnesota in the first round, and Tampa Bay would play Boston. And so I have I have one thing. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, with Bryce Harper out. Right. Uh, William Contreras is going to start at DH for the National oh, League. Oh, right, because um, because the brothers Alongside are playing. His brother. Right, right, yeah. which, oh, is, cool. which is which is very cool. Now, yeah, that's cool. yes, go ahead. The first brothers to start on the same All Star team since since who in nineteen ninety two? Ah, nineteen ninety two brothers. Ah, uh, Sandy Alomar and Roberto. Yep. There we go. Very I still good. got it. I still, still got, got it. it. I was Never hoping it was more it. recent. I I had no clue. I was thinking like I was like, have the Molina brothers ever like <laughs> play together? I wasn't yeah. even born when that game was played. I wasn't born either. I was born a month after I'm the All Star game. Yeah. I Sometimes I think after. Pinto was like around like way before he was actually <laughs> born, just because some of the stuff. He's Benjamin he buttoning out. us. You're right. <laughs> Benjamin buttoning sports trivia. Yep. What a movie that would be. I, I don't even know it. if that joke made and, sense, but it was funny. And in my you know head. what? And you know what? If we <laughs> I, I made if we made a a sports Benjamin Button movie about me, you know who our producer would be, Mark. Yep. Oh, speaking of Benjamin Button, Mark, Brad Pitt, news. What is it? What about? Uh, oh, is it the uh, bullet, bullet on the spot movie? No, I don't know. Unless you look uh, it up. No, yourself. isn't it the rumors that he's retiring from acting? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mark That's, said that's. <laughs> don't That's believe what you play. hear <laughs> <laughs> right, but no he's uh, well no i mean with brad pitt he said that you know he's uh kind of in the twilight or something like that he has a few more in him he's you know he's doing a lot behind the scenes he's producing he's doing this he's doing that i mean could i see okay. him doing like a couple like bigger like he's doing like bullet train which is coming out um yes. first week of Soon. august yes 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 um is he going to do a lot more action films? Probably not. Is he going to do more indie stuff or like stuff like Benjamin Button? Probably. But, you know, he's, you know, he's kind of, you know, in the twilight year. So if he, if he right. wants to walk away, walk away. He's he got his Oscar, you know, he's good. He's good. Money Mark ball. Will allow it. Money ball two. last place finish. <laughs> hey, <Last> place. <laughs> I have one more quick thing before I let Mark take us away. All we right. talked about uh, Albert Pujols earlier. Uh, he, ha- he hit a yeah. double tonight. Oh, okay. he hit a double tonight, and he is now third all time with one thousand three hundred seventy-eight extra base hits, and only Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds have more in MLB history. So definitely hang it up. Great. I'm career. surprised by the hate by you guys, but but I'll let. I'm, I don't I'm hate him. I'm just sick just of him. Like, it's different. Yeah, it's, it's it's Max. It's like his time think to of go. a food that you really like. Think of a food that you really like. Now eat it. One hundred and sixty-two times every year. It's kind of how Chick Fil A's gone. Twenty five years. Yeah. If 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 he was <laughs> I just eat it too much. <laughs> if he was hitting three hundred, then that would be different. Like yeah. like I said before, Wainwright and Molina have still been very productive. He has not been. Hey, thank Mike. Thank you. That does put it. That puts I it into perspective. That. Yeah. A little bit, right? Thank yeah. you. All right, yeah, you guys Tom. are right. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> Tom, how many ways do you think you can eat tuna? <laughs> how many ways? What? Do you think you can eat tuna? I don't know, four or five. 
have no well, idea. That's not 168. That's not 168. You're not committed, right? I'm, I'm not committed to tuna. I can promise you that. You use your imagination, right? You can use tuna melts, tuna wraps. I'm getting I'm salad. getting Forrest Gump vibes. Tuna melts. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Oh, <laughs> and on that uh, note, this has been episode 17 of the Lost to Step podcast. <laughs> a quick congrats to uh, Zach Wilson for winning our Gain a Step of the Week. <laughs> oh, come on. I, I love I it, Mark. One, I had that one in the pocket. I had that one in the pocket. And that's probably the most that we'll talk about it before anybody gets in trouble. So that's that's where we'll leave it. Good anyway, idea. That's a good idea. So this has been episode 17 of the Lost of Step podcast for Monday, July 11th. I hope you got your slurpee. If you didn't, I feel sad for you. I hope you get it next year. I really hope Make you Make sure do. you download the app. Make sure you download the uh, the uh, 7-Eleven app or the uh, Speedway app. It's also the Speedway app. It's not just 7-Eleven. You have to also download uh, this. I just gas. I can't be bothered. App. No. <laughs> it's not worth I it can't, i can't either but one thing that we are going to ask you to bother with is subscribing to our podcast at loss of step on facebook loss of step one on twitter follow us everywhere spotify google apple please share please share please share it helps us out a lot for tom for max for mike this has been loss of step see you next week <laughs>